Ted Jones messed with the wrong melon farmers. Ted Jones, I also call him the eighth wonder of the real estate world. Ted Jones, who knows, you know, it could be Ted Jones. The Ted Jones World Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 61 of the Ted Jones World Podcast. I am your host, Ted Jones, alone on the couch today. Producer Pat is not joining us. Kid's trying to figure out his life. Um, Just alone on the couch. Yeah, he's, a, he's about to sign a lease on an apartment for however long. He doesn't even know. He's going he's gonna to be signing a lease month to month. And he in thinks, New York? Yeah, and he thinks he's going to be getting out of his lease at the end of December, then hopefully subletting it to someone. But I don't think landlords are too chill about that kind of uh, shenaniganery. 61! Katie, you know 61, your guy Roger Maris. Have you ever heard of Roger Maris? Never heard of Roger Maris. Roger Maris took the home run record away from Babe Ruth in the 60s, and he was the last person to hit above 60 home runs without any steroid um, uh, shenanigans. I know I've said that word twice now, but that's a a shenanigan as well. Uh, Sammy Sosa came in and beat Roger Maris like in the year 2000 or something, and then along with Mark McGuire. But that was the last guy to hit that many bombs, that many home runs without uh, steroids. So uh, a quick little bit of uh, history for you. Uh, Somewhere in the 1960s, you got the laptop there. You know better than I do. And everybody watching at home or wherever you're watching from, listening at uh, work, at the gym, will you get that pump on? Check it out. We got this... uh, we got the map behind us. We Katie, do you map. like the map? I like the map. It's a little, the way we have it now, a little low effort. But I think what we're going to uh-huh. do is we're going to get people to sign it. And yes. then we're going to fill up that wall. Yes. Producer Katie coming through with the genius ideas. If you guys have not listened within the past, what is it, past three episodes, Katie's been with us every time. And uh, Katie's going to be with us in the mix uh, going forward. In- to so infinity. We're ve- yeah, we're very excited to have you, Katie. And uh, we appreciate all that you do. Uh, so random little tangent there about Roger Maris. I hope that Why did that come people up for um, listening understand that Roger Maris was a great Yankee. Why did it come up? Yeah, why Because it's the 61st episode, and he hit 61 home runs, oh, and Babe Ruth hit 60. I see. So he was like the last guy to y- beat the home run record of Babe Ruth without steroids. Right. So kind of exciting. There was uh, also a little movie about Roger Maris called 61. I'm not sure if you guys had seen that, but um, he was very stressed throughout the movie, you know, breaking the great Babe Ruth's home run record. It was like losing his hair a little bit in that movie. I have a real question. Sure. I Go. G- why are steroids illegal in sports? And I, I know Interesting that, question. That, that seems like something that everybody knows the answer yeah. to. But like what... What is and isn't steroids? I guess it's just drugs. drugs well, I think they, well they have um, a banned substance list for each sport, but I, I think the only place where steroids are fully welcome is at like a Mr. Olympia. You know, like uh, like that? most of the guys that I follow on IG who post shirtless pics, <laughs> like uh, all uh, these uh, like steroid bound enormous dudes, and you just can't get that big like regularly. I think it's got to be putting on like at least 20 to 25 pounds of muscle to the point where, like, you're taking, like, the HGH and steroids like that. But Mr. Olympia is, like, the only event, the only kind of sports thing. I mean, if you can even consider it, like, a sport. It's the only um, is the only real uh, place, I think, where all steroids are more than welcome. Do you know a lot of guys on Instagram who 
bulk up like this? I mean, you you talking about like take steroids and such? Even forget the steroids. I mean, like, like who bulk. Yeah, like who I mean, like no, not Mr. not really. I mean, I f- I follow like a bunch of Jack dudes, it which is like it's yeah, <laughs> like literally my yeah, like my explore page, and then on <laughs> TikTok too, like my for you page, just guys flexing. Uh, been, yeah, on my explore page, I've been nonstop lately, just getting celebrity news. Which in the beginning I was really resistant to, and then now it's like, all right, that's wanna, actually on my way here. Yeah, today. you want to get? I mean, you want to give us? You want to give mean, us some like celeb news? Anything it's interesting? All bad. It's all bad and not that interesting. But How do you mean? It was amazing coming here. I was just brainstorm adding to the, our long list of things to talk about. Yes, very long. And I went through Twitter, see what was trending. Nothing that interesting. I went through Reddit, see what's going on. Not that interesting. Mm-hmm. And so I was going. I re-downloaded Snapchat. Ooh, right? uh, you know what? I sent I sent Julio Gallerati, who's been on a number of episodes here, a Snapchat twenty weeks ago. He has yet to open it. But I- anyway, That's go ahead. Say, I had like I had like ten either group chats or regular Snapchats that people had literally like two months ago. Yeah, coming in more than that. But like the only real things that I'm still subscribed to on Snapchat that I still apparently am getting updates for. Daily Mail. Okay. Elite Daily. Okay. People. And one more that's exactly like that. You know what's funny? I find that, like, those gossip websites, while sometimes they do provide, like, just an unnecessary amount of gossip, they do have, like, current events. You know, like a Daily Mail. (laughs) Like, for the other, like, the other day, for example, I was looking at Daily Mail, and they were saying how Taiwan uh, hasn't had a COVID case in 200 days. Oh, yeah, you've said that. So, like, that is some valuable information. I'm usually, usually, like, an MSN.com guy. I mean, occasionally, occasionally, yeah, occasionally, I'll like hop on page six or TMZ if there's some juicy gossip oh, that I, I had that I sup- that I had previously heard of. But like, I don't know. The phone addiction is real. You yeah, know, whether it's whether so it's real. like the gossip edition a- 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 or the phone edition itself, it's just anytime you have that phone in your hand. I mean, it's got to be really. T- I mean, not just for me. It's got to be super tough for people just to put the phone down and not really pay attention to it, especially since like people are working from home. Uh, people are still quarantining, you know, I, yeah, I guess. Right. People are very bored uh, quarantining, obviously. But I, I think the phone has just become such more of, like, a habit within the last six months because people are forced to stay at home and then they're not, you know, shutting off emails once it turns, like, 6.30 p.m. because then your boss is expects you to have, expects you to respond to everything at any given time. Uh, so working from home has definitely taken – shape of its own and i feel like people are becoming more attached to their cell phones believe it or not you know what i'll buy it i'll take you up on the work thing that people like have a harder time signing off at the end of the day because you're in the same place yeah but i want to challenge you saying that people are more addicted to their phones now sure i want you i don't know if you can do this now i don't know if this is like accessible information Uh uh-huh you gotta look at your phone average phone no, time. No, 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 no. You're February talking February, and uh, you are gonna be probably exactly the same. Maybe a little bit, but I'd say I I could f- I could feel it kind of you know like, like when <laughs> I was like when I was that like natural like six hour a day guy and then oh I just jumped God. up to like a cool six thirty six forty five. Now I how embar- how like embarrassing was, is that to admit that I'm on the phone at least six hours a day well, I doing get that nothing? Thing s- I get that so every week I get a new thing. It's yeah, like every every Sunday it's like it's up seventeen percent. 
or it's like it's down 17%. That's a nice thing to get. With an average of like six hours nice and 15 notification minutes. Still. <laughs> but I, so this week, this very week, yeah. it? it's Thursday now. Uh-huh. I, on Monday, said this week I want to do something crazy. I want to just be able to have the screenshot on my phone of saying your screen time is down like 90% this week <laughs> with an average of 25 minutes. I was trying you on can't, Sunday. But, uh, you can't work like that, though. That. So I'm thinking, like, I'm just going to be on my laptop all day long. Right. I'll just I'll log in. Switch it over. Because that's what, that's what happens to my iPad, too. Like, I'll switch yeah, over to the whatever. iPad. And then it's like, oh, you spent three hours on the iPad this week. I'm like, fresh. And then so I, I said I'll, I'll log into my Instagram, I'll log into Twitter, whatever, do everything on my laptop. And then at the end of the day, Monday, I'm, like, going to my phone. I'm like, oh, it's going to say screen time 10 minutes today. And it says it said 8 hours and 41 minutes. Oh, it connected it? my computer. Oh. So I'm hopeless. What am I? I'm not. Wait, wait, wait. Does, does that hold, like, your computer time that, like, your computer is on? Because there's no way you're scrolling for 8 hours and 41 minutes. It said Finder for, like, 3 hours. And that's, like, an Apple Mac setting. The Finder has, like, don't they have that face? Yeah, that Finder face. face? Yeah, yeah, it's got that mild face. No, it's just purely, like, the computer's sitting open and I'm, like, clicking whatever. I mean, realistically, though, on those days, like, Monday I was actually working. So it's, like, I was on my computer probably four, eight and a half hours. Yeah. But I recently started working a new job where I'm writing captions for Instagram. Oh, wow. And so, like, yeah, like, my Instagram use is also up. Like, I, I right. think that day I got, like, three hours of pure Instagram time. Uh-huh. Like just, like. That's not bad. For work. That's pretty good. <laughs> Also, I mean, there's there's so many different vices now. Um, you know, I I just joined the TikTok brigade, Ted oh Jones yeah, World right. one. Um, I have some I have some TikToks I want to run by you to you know for you to um let me know if you think it's appropriate. Yeah. Um, totally. but <laughs> but I I think just like people are people are hopping back from app to app, yeah. and whatever it really is, you have like your four to five apps that you check every single day, no doubt, and. I, most people, I'd say you got to be checking at le- those four or five apps at least ten times a day. And if you're not, you're f- you're f- you're not fooling times. anyone. I don't believe you. Ten is like no. I mean, this was also ten like is also nothing. Are you saying ten that? Ten is nothing. Nothing. It also and says how scary is that too? On your screen time, it says how many times you just picked up your phone. Oh, I haven't gotten that d- deep into the screen you time. You should look at that. No, I don't want it's to. It's like 127 times. Oh my time. god! Like refresh Instagram like a hundred times not today. Even. It's Easy. Like but how many times do you think you were on your phone and then you put it down and then without even doing an action between pick it right back up and looked again? Oh, my God. It's sick. That's it's a full drugs. addiction. What was that? What was that um, movie we were, ta- we were talking about? Social uh, Dilemma. Yeah. Social Dilemma. Did you see that? I never watched that. I watched like a little bit of it. And just like how they introduced the movie is alarming. Because, like, everybody that used to work at these tech companies or whatever and how they were um, intricated into the, um, like, the uh, algorithm, you know, just trying to bring as many users as they can per hour. So they have, like, all these little tricks that, like, basically people are, are just getting super fired up anytime they have any sort of notification. And then what I've noticed also about TikTok, which I just started using the view count is something that like really pulls the user back or myself at least yeah I've just because like that. instead of like when i'm on instagram and like ted jones world doesn't have too many followers right now what the heck if you guys <laughs> can follow ted jones world on ig be much appreciated a lot of great content is up well, on there is it not no it's there yeah it's there you there. go last year so being broke yeah so <laughs> so 
I, I mean, Instagram, you can only get so much love. You know what I mean? Like, eventually, your likes, I mean, unless you have millions of followers, your likes kind of come to a halt. When in right. TikTok, something could go viral, and you don't even know when it's going to go viral. So when you start to see, like, oh, my, my video has 30 views. Oh, now it has 60. Now it has 90. Like, obviously, you're going to keep firing it up and be like, oh, am I going to get to 1,000? Am I going to get to 10,000? Yeah. What about a million? And I think that this constant... Uh, uh, feeling of needing to do better mm-hmm. is like TikTok is really nailing it. You yeah, know, like, a, like a lot of people go viral on TikTok right, all the time. Right. For kind of dumb. It could like be d- it could be stuff. something so dumb. Yeah. Something that like could have taken you a second or it didn't even mean to get that big. Um the age group the aged group is like kind of kind of at a younger place though. Like yeah. I noticed that like it's a lot of 18 to 22 year olds doing dances that even seems old Must you be well, younger, I, right? well, well like i mean i get well maybe maybe that's like my for you page yeah right <laughs> they keep it older for you it's yeah. like also when you put in <laughs> older when work. you sign up and you put your age into tiktok they're like all right you get the 18 plus ones right so funny there's uh some account with this dude who uh will just constantly He's sitting in his car, seatbelt done, waiting, like, to come home from work and go into his house and have his wife make him dinner. He's like, oh, like, my 18-year-old queens, like, keep doing what you're doing. You're so beautiful. I love you. Have an amazing night. Oh, and he just gets a lot of likes from the 18-year-old queens. He just beyond, just right. absolutely right. blows I mean, there's, I defi- I had, like, there's definitely an algorithm to that. Um, yeah. you know, myself, I've already made some like dumb videos and like, that's <laughs> why I need you to like proofread it and just be like, okay, is this actually too dumb? Cause also if you, po- if you post something on TikTok and it's freaking dumb and you don't get any love, like I can only imagine, I can only imagine doing that, like t- posting a TikTok that is extremely revealing or something. And then I end up not getting as many likes or views. <laughs> that's something that I, I'd say could ruin someone. Not myself over here. No, um, here. cause I'm going to stay pretty strong. Um, you know, with the views <laughs> and comments, but it's just something that, like, uh, you know, people, I think, are more incentivized to just keep doing because eventually something else, something will hit. It's coming. So uh, we'll see. Hopefully, that viral TikTok is coming uh, to the Ted Jones world way. So we were talking about coronavirus a little bit earlier. Uh, always, you know, a topic of discussion yeah, considering we, we, we are in Guarandena. Yes. Yeah, um, Putin, you see, uh, Putin, the leader of Russia, actually put out a national mask mandate. So I don't, I don't know if that's fully legal for him to do, but he is a dictator. So yeah, um, would, yeah, he is definitely allowed to do that. But I would think that like Trump would maybe follow his follow in his footsteps and do make a national um national mask mandate after he gets elected that could be a that could be i mean a re-elected. smart move potentially yeah after he gets reelected you're thinking um, you're thinking reelected yeah you're thinking he's he's back no 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 i mean i, I th- oh my god i hope not no <laughs> but i'm thinking that like that could be a sneaky way of him trying to get into the oh yeah of course like he's masks are gr- he's masks are great days. and that was yeah you're right and also um have you did you, did you see did you, well did you see what he had put on like it he put that he cured the coronavirus. That's um, a vibe. That like the White House came out and was like, "That's what Don- that was one of his accomplishments while in office." Donnie T just curing the coronavirus, but I'd say that that could that would go into um, his second term, being like, "Yeah, well, what do you mean? Of course we're all gonna wear masks." Because then 
he'll actually get rid of the coronavirus, and then maybe that'll put him, uh, you know, a step ahead in terms of, I don't know, moving for this country third, forward for a third term. What do you mean? Oh, you think he's gonna get a third he's term? Already, he's already who campaigned. was the Who was the president who um who served more than two terms? That's actually oh. that's a good little that's a good little trivia question. I remember that was maybe it was Lyndon Johnson. This would be insane if I get this right. That would be ins- no. It was FDR. FDR served Wait. three terms. Uh, yeah, four. Four, sixteen years. I don't even know. If well, that's that's four terms. Well, what I mean, I was just spitballing there. I didn't ex- I didn't expect you to actually. I know I was about to be like, actually, oh, <laughs> no, I don't think this is true. So I are you? So you were working um the poll for uh the I'm election. The poll. You're working the poll. I'm working the poll. You know what I mean. <laughs> you are po- you are a poll worker. You're a poll worker in yeah. Manhattan for the election. So yeah. when you go in to start um, poll working and such, are you able to quickly vote, or do you have to go beforehand and vote? Like, might you not get the chance to vote when you go into your job, your so poll working job? I applied for a special ballot that would let me go in, but. I'm having some trouble with the poll worker stuff, actually. How do you mean? Have I? D- I didn't tell you this yet. No. So, I said last time that it was really hard for me to get the information for the training right, class right, right. to yeah. begin with. Yeah. Mail it, whatever. I still today is Thursday, October 29th. Have not heard anything about where I'm supposed to be. Well, when you were talking about last week about how you hadn't heard any information, like what has changed? Like, are they are they gonna send you an email like the day I before? I assume. I mean, you would really think that they would have already sent me one. Well, you know, also with like the voter fraud and all that crap, maybe they're nervous about it. What? Like I don't I'm know. They'd be like, "Oh yeah, Katie. Katie is going to Harlem, and she's going to rig the election." Yeah, like this girl's just going to rig it. I mean, I I don't understand. I, I don't understand why you can't just vote on a freaking app on your yeah, phone. Download you down the right, but time. I think, but I I still I still am with my um, latter self. You're still there. I kind of I guess I mean I don't know. Put it okay. Face ID. We have it on our iPhone. Download the app. Put in your phone number. Put in your social security number. It's just better than waiting online for four hours. Yeah, I definitely feel that. And I feel like any type of voter suppression is kind of in the mix just because you have to wait so freaking long. I know. Like people don't have people don't have time to wait even for an hour before work. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. I think that they just like need more machines. It's like mad weird actually how they do it all. My early voting place that I haven't been to is at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. So Wait, what I do you mean your early voting Like, place? it's not at the normal place that I would go. Okay. So it's going to be at MSG. Why is that, though, that it's not at the normal place? So, because I guess they're, like, loading up a bunch of different places. Like, a bunch of different polling locations are all not open until uh, Tuesday, and they're sending everyone to Madison Square Garden. Huh. Well, which I is, I like is that, like, the biggest voting center, maybe? The biggest polling station, probably. as they'd say? In the city, probably. Right, Manhattan, for sure. Yeah, right. I mean, I was planning on going before this, but it got away from me. Oh, but I didn't even say why, so I haven't heard anything from them. A friend of mine who is doing it, who I just found out. We Another poll worker friend. <laughs> a poll worker friend of mine got her assignment, and she's doing line management 
every day from early voting to election day. Oh my! When did early voting start? On a hundred and twenty seventh street. Well, but she's getting pretty good paper for that too, didn't she? Say that you guys yeah, are getting, she's paid getting paid pretty like well. Wait, when did early voting even start for her to start this job? Like May. Three so days ago, four days ago. so she's doing about like a week and a half of so brutal. Lines she, de- she definitely went today. Right pouring rain but did she have a choice of just doing it one day like you or like running the whole freaking show no they just hit you up and they say here's oh so you could have potentially had the same gig as her line connoisseur like like, all right make sure you stay in line and like watch and bring an umbrella line bring an umbrella like you're going to 127th street like whatever all the jobs are the same like we just need you to save democracy but then my thought it's like if you told me that I was going to do that, like you I wouldn't would, have signed I up for it. I wouldn't do that. Right. Like you I were just, you were making like a nice gesture. You know, you yeah, wanted to help out the old so people good. who are potentially, um, you know, at odds with Corona. Right. So they, you know, they don't, um, they don't need to spend, yeah, they don't need to spend, <laughs> they don't need to spend time <laughs> at the voting booth. You gotta, you yeah. gotta taken care of. My thought though, like, I, I mean, I don't doing line management i can't even wait in a line myself and right. the people also who are doing line management are not just heads that are like all right six feet make sure you're apart and like making sure people aren't cutting each other in line they're also standing there being like thank you for coming we're so glad you voted like do you yes, think so you think five. that's i mean you think that's 100%. their attitude and it's like, like that's kind of what they have to do it's like camp counselors on the first day yeah thing, oh my like, gosh no. it's like here's your little sticker i yeah, voted I'm not and it's like don't worry you're not gonna get homesick like yeah right yeah, i'll be, I'll be calling so my mom <laughs> within two days Jeez, yeah, get no me out of here um <laughs> but I, I mean i don't want to sound too ignorant katie you know in telling you that i may not vote and I know, you, you know, said that. you know, but my my thought my thought process is, I know this is terrible, and everyone would tell me that. Well, that is going to happen whichever way. We love um, it. That's what makes for the good podcast. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I, if I go and vote, I'd probably vote for Joe Biden. Um, I can't see myself voting for Donnie T because I'm I'm choosing people, you know, over <laughs> over money. I think that's what also has been like. Uh, his ongoing slogan for like the past week now that people are voting and like Is yeah you gotta yeah yeah you gotta choose the people over that it, it was some clever thing um but but just in general you know i i couldn't see myself voting for a donny t well one i i don't make as much money as this <laughs> tax cut um situation that yeah i don't make 400k as of right now um uh, we're soaring way past that here on ted jones <laughs> world but um just from the life that I'm living right now, it just seems that, like, to have a professional, knowledgeable man in the White House could be the move. But also, like, I don't know. I'd also vote for me way before I'd vote for either of these two gentlemen. I I'm just saying that. I would vote for you over them. But you I know mean, what I mean? But people I are ask? saying that. I've asked at least five people. They'd much rather vote for me. Just because yeah, I'm, just cause I'm um, a logically thinking individual – um, and if I, and if I could just have everything laid out for me and then I have professionals in each kind of category, this is what Kanye was saying. <laughs> Kanye was saying, just let me have all the professionals in each aspect of the government or whatever. And he'll listen to them, which is one of the smarter things I said. I think That's he said during that three and a half hour, uh, yeah, Joe right. Rogan interview. You want to talk about that a little bit? I want to talk about it a little bit. Sure. To be honest, 
I didn't finish it. Okay. I couldn't get through it. Okay. I probably I put it on I put it on one point five. Uh, That's what times. I should have done. Yeah. I so I I got I knocked that out in what I guess like hour and forty five minutes rather than like three and a half hours. So it was definitely um, a lot easier to knock out just because like the speed of the sound was going <laughs> a little bit quicker. Because you uh, listen to it faster. Yeah, and and Lich. Uh, but yeah, he was saying a lot of good shit. He was not really organizing his thoughts that well, but I think everything that he was saying sounded fine. Like, I did not think he was a nutcase, and prior to seeing this Kanye interview, I'm talking about with Joe Rogan on the Joe Rogan experience, um, it was, like, episode 1,554, I believe, yeah. and it was, like, last week. Uh, prior to this interview and with... Uh, with everything that people are saying about Kanye, him being unstable, him being bipolar, I really thought that he did a good job kind of laying out all of his thoughts on the paper. Now, while all of his thoughts weren't really organized in a, um, a presidential way, I think that if he had a, a, a team behind him, you know, a team that was super professional and he wasn't going to be making biased opinions, I don't know. He could be a good guy for the job. Jennifer Anderson was saying it was not funny to vote for Kanye, and then Kanye was like, well, I don't think Friends is a good that. show either. You saw that on Twitter. That. Um, good slash there by Kanye. And um, But, yeah, I, I mean, we can hop over to his wife's side. You know, she just got – she's in a lot of trouble because she had a banger in where wanna, was it? I the Bahamas, 40 years old. All right, let's, uh, let's chop it up about – yeah, please, please. Uh, what did you think? I think he laid Nothing. everything out, and now he just needs a professional. I think with Kanye, he's, of course, a very smart dude. Like, you can't not be smart and make the music that he's made. Sure. I think that's Or like done what he's done. Or done what he's done in yes. general. Um, but I think that he, when he has an idea, he thinks that ideas equal groundbreaking thoughts. Like, he'll just, I think he has an original thought. And he's so wowed by the fact that he came up with something that he finds, like, coherent. Just, I mean, I don't want to miss... All right, so like Are you talking about anything in particular, like what he was saying on the podcast, Joe Rogan podcast? I mean, so let's talk about the music industry stuff. Sure, go ahead. Right. His right. A big thing of his is that the music industry is so exploitative. And, and I, I mean, think I think yeah. it is. Right. I think like definitely lots is. of people would agree with that. Yeah. And that's all the messaging that we get about that. I think, and then he has his own personal experiences with it, where he's been messed up and lost ownership of some of his masters. He keeps talking about, but it's like I think that when he experiences something negative and then analyzes it in his head, he sort of assumes that, that everyone feels that. No, that he's negative. the first person to identify it. And that everyone will connect with it and, like, it's going to be the most groundbreaking, amazing thing where it's just, like, we all have ideas sometimes, Kanye. Right. Like, that doesn't, like, maybe even if, like, you are a leader and you can do this or that, like, what is that? That doesn't make you, like, any more specially unique. Than, I mean, Joe Rogan also really, really, like, rides him hard being, like, Oh, bro, I just think everyone in the world thinks on a two-dimensional level and you think on a three-dimensional right. level. He also didn't talk as much as I would have liked. Like, it was, I'd say it was like 80%, at least 80 to 85% just Kanye yeah. talking. But I think Kanye is coming from a point where 
Um, he was $50 million in debt. You remember he was asking Mark yeah, Zuckerberg. Yeah, what does that even mean? Well, I, I'll, I'll tell you. So he was, he was $50 million in debt, asking Mark Zuckerberg for all this money. He was meeting with people uh, from Adidas, meeting with Yeezy. And he uh, was starting all of these companies when people were not believing him. It, believing in him and such. So I think that ever since Kanye got himself into a place where he was $50 million in debt and now he has turned it around to the point where he's a billionaire, I think that that might have a, a switch, not in your ego, but just how you kind of perceive things. He's like, okay, okay, like I was in a shitty position, but now y'all listen to me. I know a good way to get out of this or a good way to fix this. So while some of the ideas that he brought up on the podcast seem like simple, you know, like, okay, let's just do this. Oh, no, it's God's word. Or no, I'll do this. Or I'll set it up for this person. I have this person. Uh, I think that his idea as a whole to make things better is very appreciated to Americans who have kind of been seeing um, the White House really not making decisions for the greater good of the people. And now Joe Biden is maybe saying things that people want to hear just because they want to get Trump out. I think that Kanye came from a place where he potentially maybe didn't think he was going to win. So that's why he's kind of laying everything out like, oh, the Lord will take over or I'll have professionals do whatever needs to be done. I mean, prof I'll have professionals do whatever needs to be done. That's like every... I feel like that's like the implied part of being the president. Like but I don't. But I don't think. But I. But I think that him being in that much debt and him figuring it out has really put um, himself in like a different headspace. Can I press uh, like the debt thing? Sure. He wasn't like his. He wasn't like net worth negative fifty. Right. Million he just dollars. owed fifty million dollars. Yeah. He probably still had more than fifty million dollars. He just owed people that much money. Sure. And then Kim Kardashian is like been a billionaire now for yeah like a couple months it's crazy and he was like they're so rich over there so it's uh, i don't know i mean like i don't really get i mean it's like the whole bankruptcy thing i have no idea or he never declared bankruptcy no he didn't but no, i'm sure he was he pretty was close he was just in this debt he, and then he's like make, made a big right. twitter show about it and like someone like me hears that oh connie's 52 million dollars in debt i'm like that's crazy that means he's negative yeah totally could you and it's like no totally it's not. He you don't have to like fully understand it just like i mean donnie t you know declaring bankruptcy I believe three times yeah right just like reorganizing or your 50 funds. cent declaring bank yeah, i mean right. like any of those it's just like when you declare bankruptcy i think it just means you're off the hook it doesn't mean you don't have any money well i it depends it depends on what chapter you file it but that's right. a that's Ooh. a con that's a conversation for a, uh, a I tax know. a tax attorney. Yeah, right. I don't you know. and I are neither of the I two. I know we could try and we just don't get it. We could, um, but a supportive wife, I suppose, as of right now, uh, yeah, uh, Kim Kardashian, right? So she got in a lot of trouble because she posted vacation photos. So what? So what? So what? Are you saying what are you are you are you mocking me and no, saying I'm so not. what? I'm so not. I'm she she like went now? out and had said that everybody who went to wherever the hell they were, where were they? The Bahamas. Everyone had yeah, quarantined. Everyone tested. Oh, I do Leave know. Leave the lady alone. It's she's uh, forty years old. Marlon Brando's private island. What he had a I private island? Yeah. Good for Mr. Marlon Brando. Of I wonder. I wonder if the people listening, and watching, even know who Marlon Brando was. Yeah, oh, he's a classic, 
big time actor. It's like Stella, old, old, old school, Holly, old Hollywood. Like he was gorge back in the day before yeah, he got course. massively obese, and then his son committed suicide. He just had a, a very sad um, ending of his life. Like he was so fat when he died. Was he the Godfather? Yes. Yeah, he was, and he had that underbite. So sick. Yeah, um, phenomenal actor. Definitely like one of the one of the greats back then. So okay, so Kim and how many? So yeah, how many people was she with? Like twenty? Twenty-five. Okay. She said they all quarantined, Mm -hmm. and then she said whatever. Like I'm not gonna tell you why, but just quarantine for two weeks. For me, if Kim Kardashian said to me, "I'm not telling you why, but quarantine for two weeks," I would do it. (laughs) I think all these people did it too. And then she took them all like on a private jet on a to jumbo, island, and they took a big. Did you see picture. how big that plane was? No, I actually didn't. It was, know. I think it was a uh, um, a seven forty seven thirty seven. Is that a number? Fifty seven seventy seven. Seven seventy seven. I think that holds like two hundred passengers when it's all filled. Yeah, so two hundred quarantine heads. Well, I mean she yeah, she had like twenty five people on it, but also like, how did she organize all those people with from all those different types of life? to uh, join them because there's nothing freaking going on. We're all quarantining in general. Kim Kardashian wants to go to an island with 25 of her biffles. Right. You know, quarantining before. Leave her alone. She's 40 years old. She's got a bill. I think the biggest thing that, yeah, right. I think the biggest thing that people are mad about is that it's like a Marie Antoinette thing. Like, How do you mean? Like, she's just so rich Mm -hmm. and, like, so unaware of herself and, like, She'll go on this vacation. She'll bring, like, 25 friends, tell them to quarantine, and then go travel to a private island, and then it's, like, she's posting all these amazing pictures. Well, do you think that she's unaware of herself or that she just wants to experience life to the fullest? Uh, You know? Well, I'd say, okay, (laughs) right. I'd say maybe, like, you know, if you're going to be experiencing life to the fullest, you know, she's not like Sarah Blakely, you know, the founder of Spanx, who is also (laughs) worth a billion dollars. You know, like, if Sarah Blakely you know, rents out a jumbo jet and takes 20 people to the Bahamas or Marlon Brando's Island, chances are you're really not going to be reading about it and you're not going to see much yeah, about right. it just because, like, Sarah Blakely, I'm, I'm just mentioning her just because, I don't know, they're both so billionaires. Random. Yeah. <laughs> well, so but um, I just think you know, her profile would go um, a lot more under the radar than a Kim Kardashian. And while she yeah. should enjoy her life, a Kim Kardashian – um, maybe tone it down on social media, but that's her. That's how she got. Th- uh, that's how she got to this place. Yeah, um, she's you an know, influencer. Initially. She's yeah. like supposed to both post pictures of herself. Right. And then my other thought too, it's like I think that. I mean, I feel like I talk. I paint a big picture of myself, like coming on talking about celebrity news and like uh, reality TV and stuff. Overall, yeah. like I don't have a personal stake in it. I watch it all like it's TV. Yeah. I think that once lockdown first started and that imagine video came out the gal gadot video oh where they were all like singing imagine all yeah, the celebs so imagine brutal. oh brutal. the people people just immediately why was that why is that so brutal by the way well because it was just dumb it was just like why do you think this helps it, it was more just i th- okay so i think that that was the very first moment of like a national public pushback of like celebrity culture in general just like that was a moment where it's these celebrities, Gal Gadot led, like came together and being like, "We're just gonna do something that'll make him smile. Virtually We're gonna make right. him feel good." Yeah, and it's just like, why? Why do you think I? Why do you think that would make me feel good? Like, everyone I know is sick, and I haven't left my house in two weeks, and I don't know what's gonna happen. You know, 
just like a rebuke of like why care about celebrities at all. Mm-hmm. And then a couple more things came up throughout the lockdown. But now this is with Kim Kardashian. People are being like, oh, it's crazy. She, How can you be so tone deaf, selfish? It's like, what? You didn't feel that way? Like, looking at video. She posts a video of herself every single day. Her Snapchat stories are like, or her, her, her Instagram stories. Yeah. Are <laughs> every line at the top? It's like just like dot 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 dot. Oh right right right. So is that like a hundred stories? It's like why why did it take this right to get everyone so freaked out? I think it's sort of just like dumb and hypocritical. And if people actually want people are jealous, people she's I mean she's in you know she's in all of our faces and like you know and that's her job. I understand like people thinking like that it's annoying. Why post pictures and tone deaf whatever? But it's like that's her job. You freaking out is also contributing to her doing this, presumably. I don't think she sees those comments and is like, oh, I shouldn't post yeah, any more pictures. Yeah, no shot. It's just like, I think the only solution, it's like people should just kind of stop caring. Right, and um, you know what? And I'm sure she also gets paid quite the amount of money per story oh or yeah. per, per post. So 100%. she's working. You know she's what I mean? Working. She's on a paid vacation. She, she 100% is. Like, every dollar that she spends on this vacation, she's getting back in some form. She's probably, there's probably free merch. She made Kim's birthday merch, and everybody got, like, a new Apple Watch engraved yeah. with, like, Kim, whatever. And yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. all paid for by yeah. whoever. Totally. Um, it's just, it goes back to being, like, all right, like, if you really want celebrities to stop, then, like, you have to stop posting about them. Yeah. I... Don't need celebrities to stop. Okay. I want to talk about really quickly before we sign off. Yeah. Emily Ratajkowski is pregnant. Yeah. So her um, rise to fame, I don't know if this is the right word, Katie, correct me, befuddles me. Is that a correct word? I think I think, I mean, something, something that, um, I think that, I I think, yeah, has, has really been (laughs) interesting to me just because she was in one music video in uh what was it it was probably 2014 you remember that blurred lucky lines. blurred lines okay. with the, the blurred lines with robin thick and pharrell can you Great find out what video. year that was at um she was in that music video topless this was right before i think things got fully scant like th- where this would not be acceptable anymore like 2013 uh, that's really one of the – that's, like, the only project I know of her from. I mean, do you know of her doing other Before things? Before then or after? I mean, I've seen her in a few movies. I think that – I mean, well, that was the initial thing that got her famous. But, like, yeah. what about movies she in general? She was, like – she had a couple of cameos in, like, that Amy Schumer movie, I think. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, oh, she was in Gone Girl, but I never saw that. Uh-huh. She was in I Feel Pretty. She was in Entourage, but I didn't know her then. Oh, right, right, right. We love Entourage. We hate Entourage. We hate Entourage. So I'm sure you guys have heard it by now. My 17-year-old ex-girlfriend, I broke up with her. And then the night of my sister's bat mitzvah, she went on a date with Adrian Grenier. It was the worst night of my entire life. But we don't don't talk about Entourage anymore. Why did you just bring up Emily Ratajkowski, though? She's right. She's pregnant. Oh, just because? Just because she's You're bringing the baby news? It was a big thing. Yeah, I'm bringing the baby news. It was a big (laughs) thing. It it was, like, on the cover of Vogue. Oh, okay. It's a whole crazy thing. I'm just. Do you still read magazines? I no, I, I know don't. that you used to be a fan of magazines. I yeah, I don't read. Magazines. It's also like what? Why those. why look at magazines when you can just go on your phone? Why look at magazines eight when I can hours read, a day? I can look at the Daily Mail Snapchat story. Legi- uh, there you go, Katie got it all figured out. Episode sixty one in the bag. 
producer Katie over there to the right of me. Great job today, Katie. And we, um, you know, we covered a lot of topics. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Anyone else pregnant? Did you see Borat? Oh, I did. Borat. I I did see Borat. And, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd like to I'd like to leave the Borat conversation to our next episode. Can we do that? We should do a Borat episode and release it on election day. We should do that. And do you also do you have we any should Borat too? Oh, it's a phenomenal movie. Also, like one of the better movies I've ever okay, seen. Save it. I don't want to hear what you have to say. OK, yet. good. Episode 61. Thank you so much for joining. And we will see you for 62. And goodbye. Ted Jones messed with the wrong melon farmers. Ted Jones, I also call him the eighth wonder of the real estate world. Ted Jones, who knows, you know, it could be. Ted Jones? The Ted Jones World Podcast.